Happy Friday, Junior Senior Two Views is on. Welcome back to another episode. Let's get straight into it. What what does it say that Damian Lillard accepts a two-year extension with the Blazers? Wow. I like I thought it was time for this team to just blow it up, but he wants to stay in Portland. He sees something in the franchise. He's saying, okay, I've shown I, I will sign here. Now build a roster around me, please. Because right now they've got let's look at the roster, right? So they traded McCollum for a first round pick that they didn't even get because it was a conditional pick. And uh they've got an oft injured Nurkic, an Anthony Simons who they just re signed, who I think is has the potential to be good. They pick their pick their recent draft pick looks pretty good. But I just don't know what the hell they do. They haven't gotten really anyone in free agency. Mm-hmm. Like uh, they did trade for Jer- did they trade for Jeremy Grant? If I'm if I, they, they, they did trade for they Jeremy did. Grant, which I think is a decent move. But th- that doesn't make them championship contenders. Not in the West with the Warriors coming back. Not in the West with Luca. Not in the West with the Suns. Like what do you like? I don't know what they really do okay. here. So. Yeah, I'm looking at the. I'm just looking at the numbers here. So, the numbers keep growing. So 22-23, right? He'll get 42 and a half. 23-24, 45.6. 24-25 is 48.8. The two-year extension, uh, if he stays to 25-26, 58.5 million. And if he stays, right, the player option is 26-27, yeah. 63.3 million, which. I think if Damian Lillard's playing it right, he'll stay with 20, 26 Oh, he's going to, of course. And that will be the 50th anniversary of the last Portland championship. So, to me, this is just about you got the money up front. You got the money guaranteed, structured a certain way. It's kind of like Damian Lillard, Bradley Beal. They kind of sit in the same cabin for me. No, They're not in guys terms of ability. Bring, no, no, not no, I'm not talking about ability. ability. I'm talking about guys who... Have had some success. Damian Lillard certainly more than Bradley Beal. Yeah. But guys who are obviously throwing their faith behind the or their organizations. With the Blazers, there's still uncertainty because no one's bought the team yet. Yeah. You got Paul Allen's daughter still sort of, you know. They need some new owners so to I, invest in the team. I don't know what this says. It well, says it, that Portland's not going to be that it, it, Well, it... it it depends. It, it depends on if they get new ownership because they need new ownership. Their current ownership of the Allen family will not spend in the team. They're done spending in the team. They're looking for a new ownership. It depends on whether they get an owner who's willing to actually open up the checkbooks and get them a quality team. Okay. All next, right. I'm on next. Yep. You go. Okay. Ah, the Suns match DeAndre Ayton's offer from the Pacers. Is it safe to assume that acquiring KD is a long shot? Yeah, definitely. I think I, I don't think they're going anywhere near KD. I think they're out of the race for him. They were. I didn't even think they were going to go for him, regard even like at all, because of how how dumb that is. How dumb that move would be for them. But but like this. Look, I didn't think uh, Aiton was gonna. Uh, they were gonna match the contract of DeAndre. And this is the biggest offer sheet. Uh, in NBA history, in terms of RFAs, this is massive, and there's not many RFAs that that float around on the market uh, every year. So this is probably the most prestigious RFA we've seen in a while, in a long time. 
and the Pacers offered him a good amount of money. Um, but they matched it. I didn't think they would because of the cheapness of Robert Sava and and how he runs this franchise. But they did it. Now they need to they need to run it back. They've got no other choice but to run it back. You've got CP3 on a massive contract heading into his heading into his heading into his late thirties. You need uh, Devin Booker got a new extension. You need to you need to run it back with this core. You've got no other option. But I think that no that twenty twenty one was their their first and only shot at a championship. All right. So I'm glad that you sort of didn't have so much venom for Robert Sarver. If Aiton had actually gone to the Pacers, I'm sure you would have had a lot more to say about Robert. No, Sarver no I still have a lot to game. say about Sarver, but I can't be bothered saying no, it no. here. So, I mean, he's a he's a he's a he is. You just uh, said uh, you he, couldn't be bothered. Yet you're you're he's launching a curm- into it. He's a curmudgeon. You're That's launching it. into he's it. He's a curmudgeon. So. They they were up against a rock at a hard place here because yep. if they let him go, then you get nothing for him going forward. And the great tank of 2017-18 was done for nothing. Right. But on top of that, I'm not even if look, let's say that he did sign he did they didn't match the offer and he signed with the Pacers. I'm not sure it would have moved the needle that much for the Pacers, to be honest. Well they probably get they probably trade t- Turner. In yeah, but uh, Kevin Turner hasn't played uh, Miles in a long... Turner. Miles. Miles Turner, not Evan Turner. Miles Turner hasn't played in a long, long, long time. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure what they get for him. So I, like I said, I don't know if him going to the Pacers would have... Well, they got a couple of nice players. Harry's Halliburton, you know. But Chris he'll, Duarte. But he'll, yeah. They got a couple of nice players, but I don't know if that would have... Well, they're in him. a rebuild. But they, yeah, again, that's, 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 that's a lot of money put on one person. But yeah, now they have him. They, they, ha- they have to deal with him. For the next year, but this is this just comes on the fact that they sh- I believe DeAndre Ayton should have been first off the list, not Devin Booker or, or even that matter because Devin Booker you're going to sign no matter what. But I think DeAndre Ayton should have been the priority, and they wasted time on that. And I don't know that 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 well they a, they didn't pay him at the end of the finals. Well, that creates a domino effect for Kevin Durant, yep. so that prevents him from going to Phoenix. So maybe Toronto. Maybe Toronto now because yeah, you know it I, I seems. Was, maybe I was in that bringing. Direction. I was bringing up Toronto. Maybe. Yep. Was there a chance that the NBA playing format wouldn't go forward? Now I I wasn't too aware of anything. So there was a governor's meeting. They have the governor's meeting every year. Yep. I guess you know all these representatives sit down and discuss the current state of the NBA. And yep. So what was discussed was. The playoff format, we know we talked about it last week about Chris Paul sort of, yep. you know, throwing his disagreements toward the idea of it. But as it stands, the playoff format is sticking around for the foreseeable future. Well, they they they, they need the money. They want the money, and that's well, why they I mean, added extra uh, games. Well, I think it's it's kind of, it's kind of like basketball's version of the wild card. It really is because you're getting another you know, a player, even a team that's under 500. Get the chance to kind of sneak in, yeah. And but, surprise somebody. Uh, but I don't like that. That's sort of it. Just sort of waters down the quality of the league. Whereas in the NFL, uh, the wild card before it got expanded to a seventh seed actually had teams that deserved to be there uh, in I the mean, wild things card. Things have to change, and then you can't stay the same. Yeah. I'm, I'm from an old school format where it was one eight two seven three six four five. That's what I'm used to. But now with the play in. It gets interesting because teams have to sort of the teams at the bottom kind of have to fight to get in there and yeah. kind of look at what happened. You know, like Pelicans kind of slid in there, right? Yeah. But they 
did damage in the playoffs. So sometimes you can't always say, well, the bad team that gets in or a not-so-great team can't change their fortune yeah, in the playoffs. Yeah, that is true. That is true. What are the takeaways from the Wimbledon's men final? So, Kyrgios <laughs> versus Nadal. Obviously, Nadal took it um, in the final uh, with Kyrgios only winning a single set, unfortunately. Um, look, it's... Really, I'm not the biggest fan of Kyrgios as a person, but as a player, he's he's a great player. Nadal is one of the best ever. So it, it was Nadal. No, it was was it Djokovic? Was oh, it was Joker? Oh my goodness me! <laughs> Joker's the one who handled. Oh them. my fault! Yeah, oh, I don't know was, what you're talking about. It was about. Joker. Sorry, folks. Oh, okay, he's off in the clouds. It was yeah. It was it was Djokovic. Djokovic. Sorry, I'm sorry. I've been. <laughs> My goodness, I've been so locked on NBA free agency right. that yeah, I no. forgot about yeah, that. No, no. But it was Joker. It, yeah. Djokovic is one of the... My point still stands, though. Djokovic is one of the best of ever. Yes. And uh, Karyos is definitely elite, but he's not quite at Djokovic's level. He won no. one set, and that was about it. Um, he was Karyos was going to face Nadal, Nadal in the semi. We know that. But uh, Nadal pulled out. Yes. But... Uh, now that now I remember, <laughs> yeah. Remember. Now I remember. Good, good. But um, Kyrgios was sort of. I don't think he would have beaten Nadal in the semi. So he mm. he might have been lucky to be here. But look, he this was his shot, and he can't. He can't. He gave Joker a scare, yeah. but not enough. Um. Yeah, I think this was the men's final of the most two not like guys in tennis. Djokovic for his own reasons for not being vaccinated or. You know, kind of, you know, flouting the rules, making up his rules as he goes. He was booted out of this country because he wasn't vaccinated, thought he could play. He goes to England, not vaccinated, yet can play. He obviously cannot play in the U.S. Open because he won't be allowed to step on the U.S. soil without being vaccinated. So he has evened up his, his, um, you know, grand slams with Nadal. And Nadal suffered a pretty serious abdomen injury, which may... It, you know, it's abdominal muscle tear. It may force him out of the U.S. Open. Yeah. Because that means both guys end up level. Yeah. Um, Kyrgios, I could do without him. I just, I, he, yeah, I agree. He's a talented player, but he likes the circus. You know, he likes to complain. Yeah, he does like He it. likes he to does. sort of, ga- you know, gather up this distraction, create this kind of John McEnroe-esque kind of, you know, new age theory where he, you know, it's uh, me versus you. It, you know, it's it's men's. Singles. Well, he doesn't really have the the quite the talent and that McEnroe it's, it's did. Men's singles tennis, and you know they are their own island. I'm not. I don't. I didn't. I, if he'd won, I don't think he would have cared anyway. I think he just has this idea. It reports is that he's, he may retire. Uh, I <laughs> that would be classic curious. Well, it would be classic curious. I don't have much much care for him to be honest. I would. I, I would be. I, I was surprised that he got that far. But he, you're right. He would have lost against Nadal. It should have been Nadal and Djokovic for fighting for who gets that grand. Yeah, stand. it would. It, it would have been. Um, I just don't see if Nadal was healthy. I don't see any way. Any way he would have lost. I got this. Yep. Okay. Uh, Shane, Shay Wright. Shane Wright. Shane Wright. Yep. Was not drafted by the Mon- Montreal. Says that he will play with a chip on his shoulder. Is he justified by well, saying this? Well, everyone thought that. So he was he was selected by the Kraken. Yep, yeah, Kraken. He fell down to the fourth pick. Yes. Everyone thought Shane Wright was going first overall. Yes. I thought he was going first overall, 
But they took, um, they took, uh, I forgot his name, but he's, uh, he's Slovakian. Okay. But he, I looked up his stats. He was playing professionally in the Finnish, in the Finnish professional league. His stats looked pretty good. Uh-huh. Um, so that's probably why they took him over Shane Wright because of that professional experience playing against men. Okay. Uh, Shane Wright, he becomes the, probably the franchise, the presumptive franchise face of the expansion Kraken. I think it's a. I think is he justified in saying it? I think it's a good thing that he he says says it coming in as a young player. Mm-hmm. All he has to do is perform. He, um, I think the for draftees to to come in with a chip on their shoulder is a good thing. Um, to because it, it pushes them forward, yeah. especially when they're drafted uh, as presumptive as the presumptive face of the franchise for and especially doubly so for a. Expansion teams such as Seattle. Okay. So, I think because he's on an expansion team, I believe that the pressure won't be as magnified. Let's say when Connor McDavid was drafted by the Oilers, because there's the whole mystique about Connor McDavid, you know, being now the face of the franchise. I'm sure Shane Wright will be the face of the Kraken franchise, but yeah. I think that because they're such a new team and they're only entering their second season, yeah. I think that. The pressure will be on well, him. Yeah, be, I, think, I don't think it'll be as high. I think it'll be lower because they're expansion team. Well, it will be on him to I to get it'll them be on somewhere. Him to get somewhere, but it, the Kraken are new. Yeah, I think that people expect it to be another Vegas. It won't be a Vegas, but it's not. No, no, they already had year one. No other, no other, no other expansion team will do what Vegas. Right, they did it in year one. And and Vegasers are uh, spinning the tires of the hamster wheel right now. So maybe any expansion team doesn't want to be in their situation. Right. Um, Moving on. Um, Should the Seahawks be willing to trade for Jimmy G? Um. I think I think that I don't know what the Seahawks play is. I think are they using Drew Locke and Geno Smith as stopgaps, maybe, uh, to tank for a Bryce Bryce Young or CJ Stram in the next draft? Maybe. I think that might be the play that they're making. But I don't think that it will be a particularly good season for the Seahawks, considering they lost a lot of their elite talent. Um, on on the defensive side and offensive side of the ball, uh, well, defensive they've got they've got Jamal Adams. Offensive they got DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. But outside of that, what else do you have? I, you have a rookie offensive lineman in Charles Cross, but you've got you've got two guys who are third stringers at best, yeah. um, at, fighting for a starting job. Well, Jimmy Garoppolo is just coming off soldier surgery. Yeah. However. If you're Seattle, and I don't, I don't believe it's about tank because I don't think fans would embrace that. I think that Seattle's a better team than that. This is this, but this would be the first season without Russell Wilson. You need somebody at who has some level of championship pedigree, and you cannot doubt that Jimmy Garoppolo does. Yeah, have but that. here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. Um, you're giving how how much. <laughs> How much of the... There's a spider on the wall. Yeah, there's a spider on the wall. A small one. Now it's dead. I don't know. How much much of the 49 is going to ask? Because I've seen the asking price around two first-round picks. For Jimmy Jesus? Mm -hmm. His his injury history is well-documented. Well, let's, let's just throw another team in the mix. The Browns. Who, we talked about before, may not, may not... 
necessarily well, have their he's guy. Gonna, well, Deshaun Watson's been confirmed. They may not have he's, it. He's going to be suspended until week six or seven. Okay, so that's six weeks without a without a quarterback. You got who, who's, who's your depth chart? Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett. I don't know about that. <laughs> so, I mean, would they be able to, would they be the ones throwing the hat in the ring for Jimmy Garoppolo? But would Jimmy Garoppolo be happy with that? Because really, after six weeks, you're sitting behind. No, he's, he wants to be the starter. So, I don't, I mean, it comes down to whether or not, A, the 49ers believe that they're done with Jimmy Garoppolo and they're willing to trade him. And no. Trey Lance is the future. I that's think, what, that's uh, what that's no, I don't. I don't think Trey Lance is ready yet. I don't think he's ready yet. He shows a lot of potential. He's got a great deep ball. He's very mobile in the pocket. He's extremely athletic. But I don't think he's ready yet. I think Kyle Shanahan wants to wait and develop him until he is fully ready to to um, handle NFL defenses mm-hmm. because he had he had like one really good year. Um, in college, he which played seventeen career games. Yeah, he That's had it. one. He had one good year in college, which skyrocketed him yeah. to the third overall pick. So I think he's still a big project, and I think, and I am actually really happy that the 49ers are treating him as such. Okay. Yeah. So moving on. were Tiger Woods' comments about players moving over to the live? I didn't see, look. I didn't see his comments. So but, I have his comments yep. here. He says, "I disagree with it. I think." I think that what they've done is that they've turned their back on what has allowed them to get to this position. Well, I've done a bit more looking into the whole live PGA situation, and um, it's. I think Tiger. Um, I, it just comes down to it's a call. It's a battle of ethics, really, because uh, you've got Live backed by the Saudi Public Investment Fund, um, who have infinite money, really. To throw to golfers, and the last place winner will get around two one hundred twenty thousand. You won't even get that if you if you um finish in the top twenty in the PGA. So uh, golfers, uh, they're looking at that money and thinking, "Look, I'm working with these people, but it's the money." It follows the principle of everybody's got a price. Okay. So it's the question of ethics. But with Tiger, he's earned. He's he's the goat, in my opinion. In my opinion, he's a goat. He's earned g- so much wealth just in the PGA. He's speaking from sort of a perspective of um, a guy who's earned nine figures throughout his career. So I don't, I don't think I. Is it justified? I don't know. It's definitely a question of ethics in this situation. So I don't know. I'm sort of. It's a sort of toss up to me. As far as I'm concerned, Tiger was the last person to be talking about other golfers. Yeah. who are not making what he has. Exactly. That's He's what a billionaire. And, and, and that's what I mean. And He's that, a billionaire. And, and that and that's what I mean. Right. I mean, I don't know how many golfers. I mean, look. Forget about the you know, the, the horrible incident that happened with him on, with the car and the accident. Yeah. And him having to come back. That he didn't skip a beat. I know a lot of. I mean, maybe the, throw 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 that towards. Hang on. Throw that towards. An amateur golfer who has the same thing happen to him. Yeah, his life is oh, his career is. You old. know how much, uh, like, how much he, they offered him nine figures just to be in the tournament. Of but course, he, but he turned it down. And they, Charles Schwartzel won a tournament in Live and got around four million. Right. You won't get. You barely get that if you win. But I mean, in the PGA. I mean, I just don't. Barely. Again, I don't think that Tiger Woods is the is the. You know the the aforementioned spokesperson for what golfers who are just coming up should and shouldn't do. At the end of the day, they're making a decision. 
for their finances and for their lives. Some of them have families. Some of them but are just again, starting but, out. Uh, but again, it's a question of ethics because you're working with the Saudi Public Investment Fund and Saudi Arabia, the state of Saudi Arabia, well, really. I mean, and money they're, they're very known for their human rights abuses yeah, and violations in, terms, in, that, in that respect. So okay. it's a question of ethics, put it that way. Okay, word up time. Word yeah. up. Yeah, I got the first one. James Harden. Taking a $15 million pay cut is... Shrewd. Shrewd. You like that word shrewd. It is, very, it is very shrewd. Um, not only for uh, for himself, because he wants a ring. That's why he's doing this. But for the Philadelphia franchise, Daryl Morey is probably wiping his, his brow, thinking, thank God we can actually build up this bench now, because it is shallow as hell. They need a bench... They need a, a, another quality starter beside Harden and Embiid. Maxi is really good. I love Tyrese Maxi, but they need somebody else, and they need bench players. That fifth, that cap space will give them the opportunity to go out and get somebody. Okay, I would use a two or double you know, hyphenated forward thinking because yeah. James Harden's not just thinking about the opt in. He's thinking about getting a, a contract. And speaking of which, they did get a guy. They did get P.J. Tucker on a three-year, okay. $36 million contract. Okay, great. Again, again, it's forward thinking, but he's thinking about the long term. getting Because we all know how he left the playoffs. Yeah. Based on his performance of the playoffs, yeah, he, was he wasn't in a position yeah, to yeah. do anything. Yeah, he was garbage. Or go anywhere. He was garbage. Or go anywhere. Yeah. So you have, you got, I mean, I just look at a perspective of, you got three guys, right? Of those three guys, Kevin Durant is the only one who has, you know, a ring. A ring. Uh, Harden and Westbrook, all part of the OKC team that went to the finals, yeah. right? And the two guys are still running around looking for a ring. Yeah. James Harden's best shot is right now with the Sixers. Yeah. And I don't know if they're going to win next year anyway. And next year is 2023, 40 years since their last championship. Yeah. So, again, it's forward thinking as far as I'm well, they well they if they get some more bench help, they I think they have a legit shot if Embiid stays healthy. That's the big caveat for the Sixers. Okay. Yep. Go ahead. You do the next one. All right. It, it's blank that Javier Baez has been a poor free agent signing for the Tigers. You go. You can go first with this one. Um. It's unusual. Yep. Because you know you figure he's got. He picked Detroit. It was considered well a bit iffy. What's I mean, his What's his stat saying well, this year? Currently, this is his current stat: two hundred ninety four at bats so far. Yep. His WAR is 0. .5, which is horrible. Well, he's on the Tigers, right? He's got nine homers and is oh. batting two eighteen. Oh. So so far, it's not working. Well, out. it's his the house's defensive. do not matter about his defense. It's all yeah. about the bat, yeah. right? The Mr. Thumbs Down himself to the Met fans. Oh, yeah. right? there, there's so, that. There's that. But, you know, look. I mean, he got the contract he wanted. He was a free agent highly sought after. And I would say that it's definitely for them that situation that they're dealing with. Well, it's... In the war, you can maybe pass off as like, oh, he's on Detroit. Uh, what's but, your word? Uh, in my... In my opinion, it it is very surprising that he's been a You're poor free. My word. No, you did you did unusual. Unusual. Okay, surprising. It is surprising because Javi is has been really consistent throughout his entire Not career. This time. Career, but he's had a really uncharacteristically bad 
couple of months so far yeah, with so far with, with Detroit. Um, his bat is not really well, not really so there. Off. His defense has been his defense has been he's always been a strikeout magnet. He's yeah, always he been he, he's always been a strikeout magnet. But his defense has been there. I've looked at his his defensive metrics look okay, but but he just hasn't been there offensively. I think he's I think he's going through the same thing that Lindor did in his in his has uh, did in his first year okay. with the Mets. Next. All right, moving on. Next word. Mo- um, it's blank to believe Rob Gronkowski when he says that he will stay retired even if Tom Brady were to call him to reconsider. What's your word? I'd say I'd say it's it's believable to it is believable. I Gronk is weather beaten. He's got he's got his rings. He doesn't need to come back even if Tom Brady calls him. He's done. He was you could tell he was done after the when he hung him up in the 2019 offseason. And the only reason he came back was to win one more with Brady. He did that and he's like he's not the same player. He wasn't the same player in that 2018 season. You could see it from a mile away. The dude was running on basically one leg. He couldn't, he could, his explosiveness was gone at 29. So he was done. And he's, and he's done this time. I don't think he's coming back. I'm looking for the word as well. It's, it's, I say confirmed. It's confirmation. I knew it from the start. He wasn't coming back after the second one. Even the last year when he was moving around, he wasn't moving much. And so he, this is a guy who's been, you know, during his career, has had a lot of success with Tom Brady, of course, has won his rings, yeah, and can now go to the WWE and run around with those guys yeah. or show up at some well, party random and go, hey, it's Gronk, everybody. Well, it's Vincent so, Gronk, and that's why he's so lovable. Right, and so, you know, he, can, he doesn't have to do anything more, and he can't. He's going to be more of a detriment showing up on the field. To his body. Be, not just to his body, to the team. Yeah. So he, I'd, say, I'd say just that. He, he's better off. Just staying at home, counting his money. Yeah, you right. do the next one. Shohei should feel blank about carrying the Angels. What's your word? He should feel he, he should feel pissed because this this Angels team is stinky as hell. <laughs> My goodness! If I'm Shohei Otani, I'm looking around and I'm looking at I'm just looking for somebody to show the hell up outside of Trout. Or Walsh, or Glacius, or the caveman, whatever his name is, the guy that looks like a looks like a caveman with a big beard. Yeah, whoever that guy. Yeah, is. I, f- I forgot his name, but matter. no one else outside of any of those guys is showing up. No, and I wonder why because you've got no support or depth beneath them. <laughs> Reed, Reed Detmers is promising, but outside of that, who else is there? Okay. Who else? So. Shoei should feel exasperated. Exasperated because he is the only thank God for him. Yeah. Because you, you see him cheer, you see him fist pumping off the mound. He's doing everything, trying to keep this team afloat. Yeah. And you got Where are they right now in the AL? Oh, they're they're near bottom. They're right behind Jesus. They're right there. They're, they're twenty they're twenty games back from the AL West League. Of course lead. they are. They're out of it. So again, you know, thank God for that. But if you're Shohei, you're looking at end of next year because yeah. that's when your contract ends. And are you going to be sitting there having your boy, yeah. Artie, knocking on your door saying, come on down for a new contract 
And we get lock you in for another, what, 10 years while you sit there watch Mike Trout? Like, fall apart again and not go anywhere? Reminder, folks. Reminder, folks. (laughs) Trout has only only been to one playoff game. And that was ADL. He's only played in in a single playoff game. He's, like, this is the Felix Hernandez arp all over again. But this could be Shohei as well. So that's the thing. If you're Shohei looking at next end of next season and you're re-upping, you may want to consider re-upping somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, I, I... I, I want him to succeed with the Angels. I think he belongs as a halo. But as long as the man up top does not invest past the luxury tax, what else are you going to do? Oh, okay. You can't you can't just sit right. at, at the luxury oh, tax. Oh, 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 oh. You can't getting, do it. Oh, 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 oh. You've got no depth outside of those. Moving on. Moving on. Okay. Uh, congratulations to Keith Hernandez. Finally, my God, the number 17 that's been sitting there in use. Guys like Jeff McNeil have worn that. Other guys have worn that number Thank since God he retired. It's been it took gone. long enough. So yep. I'm glad that they finally said done. enough's enough. Yep. Not like they couldn't have done it sooner. They I'm had just, to do it. I understand they, why it took so long. They had but to do it. And they got to win that day, didn't they? They did. Yeah, they and did. And so, you know, Keith Hernandez, you know, World Series, you know, winning player. With the 86 a, Mets. Absolutely. Gold Glove, six-time Gold Glove winner. Just absolutely steady guy. So, congratulations to that. And on or around this day, uh, Kobe Bryant was acquired by the Lakers. The late Kobe Bryant. So, Charlotte the fam- Hornets the fam- got bamboozled. The famous, tr- the famous trade. The Hornets uh, got from, bamboozled. When the Hornets traded... Uh, that pick oh, yeah, for Vladi right. Dottie, we likes to party, Divas. Yeah, that'll work out. That's going to be balanced, right? We'll yeah, of that. course it's going to be balanced. And yeah. happy belated birthday to your boy, Urban, Urban Meyer. Urban, Urban, Urban the Furban. Urban Sigma. Urban Meyer, Ur- 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 58 Ur- years old. Urban Sigma male grind set. There you go. Meyer. Yeah, who had such a stellar first season as look, coach of the Jaguars. Look, let's say, look, you look as much as you want to, uh, <laughs> as much as I want to ignore that whole Jacksonville, like. It's hard to ignore Crap it. show. It it's hard to ignore it. Well, that's because it. Because I, it'd be, look, outside of that, let's just mention he's. One of the great college coaches. Oh yeah, he comes to college. An incredible. No he's an incredible collegiate coach. He's probably going to fall land on his feet somewhere else in college. Maybe right not. Now. Who knows? But right now, but you know, certain certain. Look, but with the whole professional <laughs> thing, <laughs> well, I knew that hire was going to be bad from okay. day oh, one. Well. Certain certain coaches it transitions. It was a desperation. Heave. We know this. Certain coaches transition okay. Pete Carroll transitioned okay. He, Other coaches like Nick Saban, who played, who yeah. t- dipped his toe in for a little while, dipped out yeah. and did well and stayed there. So, in my opinion, this hire was probably how it turned out was probably worse than Bobby Petrino. Oh. It, in terms of just ridiculous events and headlines, nearly every week steeping out of that Jacksonville locker room. We're done. Anyway, that's <laughs> half an hour. <laughs> we're we are, That is more than half an hour. Yeah. If you're coming from TikTok, welcome. welcome. We do these things one or two times a week, depending on how we're feeling. Next week, we'll have more. Uh, we'll we'll the, have the All-Star Game. All-Star Game. Uh, we'll hopefully recap NHL Free Agency. It's still ongoing right now. Yes. We'll recap NHL Free Agency next week. There are a couple moves but we will talk about them next next week. But for now, we'll see you then. Bye.